0: I think we're here hey you know what i actually love about this setup what today's setup that. instead of 45 minutes of me like finding all the microphones and getting both my laptops plugged in and getting the fold-out table and the dm screen and all the chairs sorted out so you guys could roll in and record i rolled out of the pancake breakfast i just had walked up to my desk which already had my microphone plugged into it and just opened up facebook and audacity so here we are <laughs>
1: <laughs> it man. Was a
0: very stressful experience. You sleep in a pancake bed too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm a pancake man. I have um, maple syrup sheets. I what I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, pancake mattress, and maple syrup sheets. Oh. I, I'm the butter man. I'm the little yeah, butter you're man The butter man in between. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, butterman butter but... McAllister. Oh no. Yeah, butterman. That's a different but, thing. I, you anyone got a got story? Got, yeah,
1: anyone got a story for us? Uh I got a story for you. Okay. Did you not have a story? No. Jesus. What do you expect from me? No,
0: I um, I. Oh, I have. A, I actually have a fucking funny story. If you guys
1: no, don't have a story, I've got one. No, I think you missed your chance. <laughs> <thoughts. laughs> you can't fucking boy who cried wolf of
0: a story <laughs> and expect us to wait around for you.
2: This is a tale of a strange and dangerous world. A world known as Carthus. This is an adventure full of magic, hardship, and friendship. This is a tale about a world at war, and the people who are forced to endure it. When ancient magic starts to stir, three unlikely heroes find themselves embroiled in a quest much larger than themselves. But, more than any of that, This is a story about how to win loot and influence dragons.
0: Hello. And welcome to How to Win, Load, and Influence Dragons. It's a dd 5e actual play podcast for the Curio Network of Podcasts. I am, as always, your banana pancake-fueled Sunday morning dungeon master, Ben McAllister. I'm your classic peanut butter toast kind of guy, Jackson Newsome.
1: I'm your it's a two packets of meagering kind of day, Thomas Owen. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh, can confirm.
2: I can <laughs> take this worse. I'm your... Glad bag of leftover spaghetti, Grace Chapel. <laughs> <laughs> a Ziploc bag.
0: A Ziploc bag, sand bag. Sandwich of bag. Like from it's sandwich always sunny in noodles. Philadelphia.
2: Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. Like walking did,
0: around with a oh Jesus. Did someone throw it at you and you caught it with your mouth? Like what?
2: It was all me. I can't
0: <laughs> You have to take full responsibility for it. Wait, so do you not have
2: any Tupperware? No. Just... <laughs> I'm in temporary oh. accommodation.
0: Oh, oh my God, Grace. Did you, you literally make spaghetti last night <laughs> and put it in a fucking Ziploc bag and put it in the fridge?
2: It was more did like... Did you do that? It was more oh. like... Okay, just... We need to take this a couple of steps further into horrifying. <laughs> oh, okay. um, it was a few this days is such ago. A, this is usually okay. Cake's role. This is usually tea's job, Gracie. What are you doing? Um, it was also just a microwave bag of spaghetti. I didn't even make it.
0: Oh, <laughs> no, Gracie, no. Oh, Wait, what do you mean it was a microwave of bag of about? spaghetti? Bolognese. Is that a thing you can buy at the store?
2: <laughs> no, I bought a big family pack. Because we get and I, I put the leftovers into it. so <laughs> much I'm feeling very vulnerable right now, okay? getting a lot of looks.
1: I love how, like, oh, this story, <laughs> I would be like, no fuck the lot of you, this is perfectly normal if I was telling it. I would yeah. be like, screw you, my actions make sense. But And and, I, and then I'd be like, yeah, well, guess what? If you don't like that, let me tell you the worst things I've done. But you're here telling this story, like, visibly <laughs> appalled by your own choices. Yes,
0: Yeah. yeah. A look oh, of like yeah. fatherly <laughs> disappointment on your own face, Grace. <laughs>
2: <laughs> don't go back to it.
0: <laughs> so this um, is yeah. late 2019. This is just how <laughs> it's going to be for a while. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, a, it's an all breakfast food sort of vibe. Um, yeah.
1: I mean, the two of you had breakfast, as in our biggest of B and our juiciest of J. But
2: <laughs> yeah. So I don't know if you know this, Jackson, but um, T and I were actually I didn't get to bed until four a.m.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Oh, right, yeah. you are out that- That's why I was so fucking minced this morning, <laughs> just sitting there like, Jesus.
2: Yeah, and I was minced by my spaghetti bolognese, <laughs> you know. pre minced pre minced grace.
1: So this
0: is HWLade's new vibe. It's me sitting at my desk, staring at a wall, and talking into a microphone. <laughs> and uh, my Dude, three that'll, greatest that'll friends boost your in creativity. Sydney all having a great time. <laughs> well, you should you should get a framed photo of the three of us and like put it up. So like, and like us like like we, you know what you should do. We should take a photo of us while you're telling yes. us a joke, and then when we laugh at your joke, we will like take the photo of us. That way, whenever you tell a joke and we laugh, you can see us laughing at the joke. You know what I can mean? Can I get, can, all right, I love that idea, but can we expand on it? And can I okay. get one of those, like, holographic pictures where one side of the holographic thing is you guys all laughing and the other side is you guys all looking sternly at me after <laughs> I've <laughs> said, so like, said something <laughs> disappointing or that didn't land? <laughs> hey guys, guess what? What? Bang. Cap gun.
2: Oh, nice.
0: Ah. <laughs> is that <I gonna, laughs> going to show prop? Yeah, I got a lot of, I got a little prop comedy going on over here. In the oh, moment. dude, dude, we, oh, we got, we've got the, the best, best gift for you. you. It's what? such a, we, we, we got
1: a, we got your little gift. Do you reckon this one? No. Or this one? I I cannot,
0: that
2: one? No, that one's right. good. put that on the gram.
1: Yeah,
0: put that on the gram. What and is awesome. it? We're gonna—we're sending you something as we speak, Ben. It's beautiful. You guys are all very beautiful. And now I'm flicking back through the HTW laid like photo catalog, and the next one is definitely a screenshot of Jackson's message that says, "Remember that bingo show where there was a guy that used to know Bingo?" <laughs> I was right. But what there was? There was not there was <laughs> where there was a guy that used to know Bingo. <laughs> Look, I was cooked. I—I I think was I was I. Was that the other day I flew into Sydney? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, but I love it. Hey, hey Ben, why don't you uh, take us back to the, uh, the world of Carthus with a recap? I'd love to. I'd love to recap the world of Carthus. When we last left our heroes, they had wrapped up their adventures in the Temple of Sea, having bested Esme and escaped with a host of strange Cine artifacts. The group began making their way to Anilor, rendezvous with their friends, Alvar Nettleford and Garrick. On the way, they travelled through a small town, where they met a surprising face. Drasilia's little sister, Cerilia. After being chased out of town by a group of bounty hunters who had recognised the party, the sisters had a moment to chat, where it was revealed that Cerilia had come looking for Drasilia. Cerilia explained that something was deeply wrong in their hometown, that it's simply not safe there, and most surprisingly that there was something Drazilia could do about it that brings us to right now you guys were in a camp when we left it off so that i'm gonna say we're gonna pick up like exactly where we left off so i just want to ask you guys we saw how the like last episode ended you were all just kind of sitting around the camp Recovering from the reasonably stressful day that you've all had, uh, what do you think is your plan, Ari, the knight, and taking watch, and et cetera, and so forth? What are you I'm doing? Gonna, What's the a plan? Quick going question
2: forward? for you: Which way is the wind we- going?
0: Oh, that's a great question. I'm going to roll a d20. Highs, it's blowing from the uh, town travelers' rest towards you. Lows, it's blowing the other way. Can you, if you roll a natural one, can like uh, like a cyclone appear, <laughs> I like, it with, like centered on Drosy's location? Yeah, and, and blow you all away. Yeah, no, it was yeah. 17, so it's high, so that means it's blowing from the town towards you guys.
2: Brilliant. Can we hear, coming across the wind, the mob song from Beauty and the Beast?
0: Uh, as the uh, flames as much and
2: forks approach us. Uh,
0: as much as I love saying yes, no, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> That's something. We saw in the narration that, like, the village was basically gearing up to come find you guys. Your characters don't know that yet.
1: Mm. Yeah. That makes sense.
0: So okay. what are you what are you guys doing? Dude, I'm so excited for this Shrek 1 vibe we're bringing on for this this part of the episode with us like down in a swamp sort of thing. Get like, out of dude. my swamp. Oh, dude, so good. I referenced Damn.
1: Shrek in my script the other day.
0: Oh, it's good stuff. Dude. <laughs> what is it? 2015? <laughs> um, okay. So I think if we if we're chilling around the campfire, I think as alluded to in the narration, Jody's just there tending to
2: I think everyone's Tending bar. Jodie's tending bar.
0: No, no, I think Jody's going around with his little, little, like, tailor kit that he's got himself together now. But also uh-huh. making us
2: a couple of espresso martinezes. Yeah, a couple of yeah.
0: espresso martinezes. Oh,
2: ones. it's a callback, 13
0: episodes! <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, like, he's That's just, like... That's literally half a year! <laughs>
2: Whoa.
0: Uh, he's going through and, like, repairing, um, uh, any, like, damaged, like, sort of, like, fabrics or clothings and that sort of thing. You just sort of Damaged textiles. Parts. Yeah, Any damaged he's tr- textiles. He's trying to do hearts as well, but, you know, it's he's, he's better with clothing. <laughs> he's not good clothes. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Okay, great. So you guys are just doing that. As the evening draws longer uh, and it becomes the time to sleep, what do you think you're doing? Are you taking watch? Who's on first watch? Are you taking watch? Are you
1: taking a long rest at all? Or are you leaving? What's the go? Duden Khan is probably definitely feeling pretty watchy.
0: Well, I mean, I, I think it probably it probably depends. It, it depends on how much time we think we have, right? like, so like
1: Duncan very much wants the rest. Don't get me wrong. It's just that also, I think psychologically speaking, he would be like go to, to keep watch, kind of thing. Right.
0: All right. Well, I think like upon if, if we're getting ready for like bed and that sort of thing, I think probably upon seeing Duncan stand up and ready himself as he typically does um, to like sort of stand watch, I think Jody probably wanders over and is like. My friend, I am. Uh, I'm feeling uh, really quite wired. Um, there was a big chase throughout the town. It really got. Uh, it was exciting <laughs> for me. Um, I'm not going to sleep for a bit. I think if you want to take some rest, look after yourself, um, and I can keep watch. I, I can take the first one. and You can take the next if you like.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right.
2: I think druzzy hands Duncan a little flask or something. <laughs>
0: Oh, what's in the flask, i
1: Drink.
2: Really been holding under it for a while. Born, ayahuasca. So.
1: <laughs>
0: ayahuasca. Yeah, exactly. It's, this is, this is, this this is, is Duncan's like <laughs> acid trip episode. It's like a um, hallucinogen, which like it's like. Guess what? It's tales of Duncania. Inside Duncan's acid trip, we <laughs> faked you out, everybody. <laughs> yeah, uh...
2: <laughs>
1: Yeah, surprise! to you're you're DMing this one.
2: <laughs>
1: well, it's going to be an acid trip. Let me tell
2: you. <laughs> hmm. um, that's, that's um, true. Okay, so Duncan's going to go sleep. You're going to watch. Mm-hmm. I might go and talk to my sister.
0: Great. Okay, great. So so Jody's taking a watch. Duncan's taking a rest. Cirilia and Drasilia are just having a little chat. Uh, let's handle that first. What do you think? What do you think is, is being said, Drasilia?
2: Um, how is Cerelia looking?
0: She's looking all right. She's just kind of sitting there, like whittling a stick.
2: Yeah, I don't know. Dagger. I might. I think Trissila probably tries to help her sort of set up somewhere to sleep for the night, and is essentially just like checking in, trying to suss out what's going on.
0: Okay, yeah, she has like a little canvas thing that she's like slung over a branch. She has been is traveling Canvas by swag. For a little while, fine, yes, it's a canvas bag she, <laughs> she she's been traveling by herself for a little while ever since she left your hometown, and so she probably is like a little bit resentful of you like feeling like you're coming to check up on her, building up a thing, and she says, "You know, I've done this like a dozen times myself by now i don't I don't actually need you for this
2: all right, fine, I'll just go and stand watch, all right,
0: okay, then she says, and goes back to whittling a stick as she's. Oh. finishing, setting up oh. her thing. These frosty sisters, <sighs> Jesus.
2: Gezilia kind of wants to comfort her, but is really not sure how to do it, given her interpersonal skills. And I mm-hmm. think...
0: Your, her immense natural charisma? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Her highest charisma in the land.
2: <laughs> she, I've got high charisma, but I don't have high yeah, it's, um, it's all for flirting empathy. with
0: other half. that's it. <laughs> yeah, are you basically a psychopath? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think, so. I think is. Is. No empathy.
2: <laughs> um, oh, no.
0: <laughs>
2: I think Draselia goes around like the back of her tent, finds a little log, and turns it into a sheath <laughs> and brings <laughs> it back.
0: Is that she can do?
2: Yeah, can you She polymorphs the, the thing into... Can be be an
1: animal.
0: It has to be an animal, yeah. Otherwise, you're just like breathing sentience into like a. Piece of-
2: <laughs> okay, Drazilia looks for a lizard, and it's like a thirteen investigation.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. Ma- make it survival. How does that affect it?
2: Yep, a seventeen.
0: Oh, nice. Okay, then yeah, you definitely find a little lizard crawling around the camp, uh, and you can definitely polymorph that if you want to burn that fourth level spell slot to turn it into a sheep.
2: Yep, I'm gonna do it. <laughs>
0: Alright, Jesus, okay. So, Drazilia burns her fourth level spell slot, turns this little lizard into a sheep, and what do you do with it?
2: I just bring it back to Cyrilia and say, This will keep you warm.
0: I also I love s- this, like, no-half-measures Druzzy now. That's kind of like, I'm just burning spell slots like it's no one's business. Mm. It's yeah. very
1: good. This will I, keep I you think- warm.
2: This is how Drusilia shows that she cares. Yeah. She burns her spell slots.
1: And the sister's but
0: that's that's true. Are, like, Historically, Druzzy has been like, I'm not wasting a spell slot, right? So yeah. this is, yeah. I think um, Cerulea definitely, like, sees you walk over with the sheep, is just puzzled, raises an eyebrow, and then realizes, having known Druzzy for a long time, that this is how Druzzy shows something resembling human affection, and is like, Th- thank you, uh, I guess just put it in the swag. Is that... Yeah, I... Thanks, I guess. <laughs> um, how How did you do that, by the way? Uh, did you find that sheep?
2: Yeah. Yeah, you f- did. You
0: found it. It's gonna be so good when the skull wa- wears off while she's asleep and becomes a
1: lizard. <laughs>
2: I'll see you in the morning, Cerulea. <laughs> oh,
1: the oh. great prank.
2: <laughs> There's a lizard in my bed.
1: Wake up, sheep, all the lizard people are. Here. Uh, okay. Alright. I'll
0: I'll do something with this. Uh Cerulea takes the sheep and just like, I don't know, like Ties it to like a nearby tree and just has it, I guess. It's Just like, well, I have this sheep now. Just has it? And and she she feels a little bit softer towards uh Drusilia as a result of that. Yeah. Uh, if a little bit perplexed about the summoning of a sheep. You can take one um, sheep bond, Josie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Take yeah, take minus one asset and plus one bond. Okay. Hell yeah, dude. Nice. Love it. Don't count to sleep. is bedding down for the night. She's going to sleep with her sheep. A sheep sleep. And what's what's Drusilia doing?
2: I'll go rest as well, if Jody's keeping watch.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yep. Great. Roughly an hour goes by of Jody's watch without anything particularly interesting happening. Just kind of, like, looking at the town, listening for things, and... Can I get you, Jodipus, to make a perception check for me? Sure can. That'll be a 28. <laughs> Fuck me. Okay, I think with 28, you definitely hear, like, you're staring off towards the town... Everyone's sort of behind you, like sort of they're on the, the the far side of you from the town, beyond this little campfire. Uh, or do you think you have a fire? Probably not. If you're hiding out, it's probably yeah. a cold, cold night for. Jodean. That's why the, sh- the sheep. That's why the sheep was so uh, so, so comfortable. Yeah, definitely mm-hmm. glad she has that sheep. That definitely does turn <laughs> back into a lizard. Probably about now, given that it's been about an hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, a-, a cold-blooded lizard that starts taking yeah. the warmth. Yeah, you probably hear a series of twig snappings followed by a shh from the far side of the camp. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, like, Jody probably uses his sending stone and just, like, beams out a message of just, like, disturbance. Disturbance. Okay, yeah. great. Uh, I'm going to say you guys probably sleep with your sending stones adjacent to your bodies for this very purpose. So you all definitely get that message, disturbance. And you're lying in bed. And what do you do?
1: I think Duncan <clears throat> comes to just impulsively saying, in the force. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Over the sending stone, <laughs> yeah. Okay.
2: What's our? Are we like in our separate tents, sort of thing?
0: Yeah, I I assume so, <laughs> Gracie. Unless you have something you want to tell me. <laughs> 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 Valeria's interaction with the other characters in this Valeria?
2: game. Valeria. <laughs> ah, and
1: ah, ah. Valeria. I knew it. Hey-oh. I knew
2: it. Yeah, I guess Drazi just grabs her staff and says, like. How long? Over the sending stone.
0: Yeah. Does Jody have a sense of? Because you know, with his very good perception, like, are they close? Is it the sort of thing? They were close.
2: Can we look at? They were close, and I'm
0: gonna say, especially close to where you know Cerulea to be camped out. Oh fuck. Okay. Um. How close are our horses? Is there a a play here where Jody's thinking we try and sneak up and like just try and like ride the fuck out of here
2: and leave the tents?
0: I mean, I, I guess so. The swag do we and have tents. Isn't. Yeah. Yep. So the horses are probably just like I don't know. Horses. Do so they sleep standing up? I guess they do. I don't know. The
2: I
1: Horses think are just like, like no.
2: they kind of like fold, fold <laughs> their arms <Yeah>. up.
1: <laughs> they're like um, you know the, you know how with a clothes horse you kind of fold it up.
0: Yeah, like that. Okay, great. That's yeah, so yeah, the horses are definitely the horses are definitely curled up sleeping. And just 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 for the sake of um of, of doing this, I'm just gonna get you all to roll initiative, please. Twenty four.
2: Thirteen.
1: Nineteen. Okay. Now, was I asleep for an hour, and can
0: I have a short rest? Yeah, I'd say that makes sense. You can you can take a short rest for sure, having slept for an hour.
2: I was really expecting to sleep the whole night and get that spell slot back. But... <laughs> yeah,
0: that's why I was making sure we were all across what was going on Ari's spell slots. Okay. <laughs> uh... <laughs> yep, that makes complete sense then, considering Jody's actually first up. So we're all across what's happening. You've heard some twig snapping close to us. Aurelia's camping. You've sent out a message. It is your turn. What do you want to do? I think Jody sends out a second message being, like, horses, and then uh, probably starts to move towards Cerillia's swag to, like, wake her, and then try and get her onto a horse and get us out Great. of here. I assume Jody's wearing his goggles of the night, given that it is nighttime. Yeah. Are you moving stealthily, or are you moving like as rapidly as you can? Um, yeah, I'm gonna. I, I, I'm gonna move stealthily. Yeah. Um okay. And uh, I'm also gonna cast guidance on myself for my action. Okay, great. So go ahead and take a stealth check whilst you move over towards Cirelia, please. Mm-hmm. Uh, twenty-three. Man, these rolls. Yeah, very good, very good rolls. Okay, so I'll say with that, you can get over to Cirelia and you can start like trying to shake her awake. And, uh, okay, great. So that's, that's your turn. Cirilia so really kind of wakes for the start and I'm just going to like decide on a canonical voice for Cirilia now. So I've used like four or five different ones in the various interactions that have happened with her. Make um, it Michael Caine. Yeah, that goes down to My really name's well. Cirilia. <laughs> Not many people know that. Ooh. What do we think about this? Hang How on. would you feel if Cirilia was just a bit like this? My name's Cirilia.
1: Do you make it girlier, dude?
0: My name's Cirilia. <laughs> Not many people know that. Oh, I love this. How are we feeling about this one? Yeah. I'm um, going? What, what about a bit more like a. Did you do a Yorkshire accent for Cruz? I did. I'm uh, um, Cyrilia. What do we think about that then?
1: But make it girly now?
0: I'm um, Cyrilia. What do we think about that then? Oh, where are we going? Oh, getting get breakfast. Oh,
1: uh. <laughs> <laughs> I dig that. Yeah. What about <laughs> if it just sounded like this?
0: Bang! Oh, like a um. I never remember that name, that character, that like the.
1: Uh. Um Every time he opened his mouth it was bang. Yeah. Bang! 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 Oh yeah.
0: I think she sounds like this. I think that's what we got. Yeah that that sounds pretty good. She she wakes up and says, oh, "What what's going on?" Shh shh shh. She does quieten down. Yeah, and he just whispers like, "We have to leave."
2: And then starts okay. like
0: ushering her towards. Okay, the great. Horse. Um, the next thing that happens now that Jody's turn is over, uh, a sharp whistle rings out through the camp and four large chomping dogs burst in from all sides. Two of them jump onto Drasilia's swag. One of them jumps onto Duncan's swag and one of them jumps at Cerillia and Jody. So the wolf that jumps at Cerillia and Jody definitely does take a bite at Cerillia. And... I mean, I-, I feel like surely Jody can like, if she's like down on the ground, surely Jody's probably in the way, right? Yeah, I'll say it. I'll say there's some cover afforded there. By Jody being in the way. And Yeah, thanks to that cover, that is a miss on the bite. That uh that will not do. So it's like Jody manages to kinda of just like push we the wolf away it. before it can bite Cerillia. Uh the two wolves that bite at Drazilia one of them critically fails, so I'm gonna say it like bites its own tongue and hurts itself <laughs> for uh two damage. <laughs> and then the other one is seventeen to hit. So I imagine that is in fact gonna hit you, Drazilia
2: Yep. So you are
0: going to take No spell slots, no hit points, no problems. <laughs> That is going low. to be nine piercing damage. That is going to be nine piercing damage as this wolf uh, bites down into your arm whilst you're sleeping. I imagine that's probably not a very cool vibe. Are these uh, the one that jumps on. Wolves f- or
1: big hunting dogs. Sorry,
0: they're big hunting dogs. With the I definitely forget I said wolves.
2: Cool. Definitely well, forget way, I, I <laughs> said that.
1: You said wolf <laughs> about 12 times between when you first said dog and now.
0: Yep. All so, canon is now that they are not yeah, wolves. Anybody no, they're dogs, they're yeah. dogs, but they're all called wolf. So yes, all wolves. the dogs are cold. Wolf, yeah, they're the funny big thing dogs. Is, all right.
2: I didn't take any damage last session. <laughs> nice dude.
1: <laughs> yeah, classic. That's because I don't so, have area effect spells to just arbitrarily <laughs> to <Duncan>. hit you. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. To be fair, okay, this world okay. where Duncan has like area effect spells is, is, is severely worse off. I think the wolf that bites at Duncan twenty one to <laughs> bite DK.
1: That will hit. Now is Duncan
0: wearing his full plate armor while he's sleeping? Obviously not <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah that's that's just four four piercing damage for DK and wait it, it, are you the... are you wearing armor or not
1: nah I couldn't be great not so really. there's no a... way what's, what's your AC armor. then 12
0: oh fuck uh... yeah tw- 12 <laughs> wait, so, AC DK wait so what is does can sleep in
2: this is a I different kind of bug.
1: He sleeps. He sleeps it's with his not. dick in the wind, dude. Okay.
0: That's, I thought he would sleep in a big nightshirt like Ebenezer Scrooge.
1: Yes. Yes. No. Please, Thomas. No. Please, Donkey.
2: Roselia does. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a little nightcap as well. And yeah. yeah. Slippers. Oh, that's <laughs> so
1: good. Donkey Just... wears track pants. Okay. That.
2: <laughs> yeah. No. We we've definitely established. That Jody is the one who sleeps naked. Yeah,
0: Jody does sleep yeah, <laughs> yeah, naked. Nice. Um, but nice. like that's, he, that's he was great. standing watch, and he, yeah, he's not a real so creep. Lucky. And he's like, "Don't worry, guys, I'm gonna stand watch. Really? I'll
2: protect go. you." <laughs> oh no!
0: Come
1: on, Grace. That's just oh, wakes up, and it's just <laughs> naked Jody going shh shh. shh.
0: No. No! Um, Alright, Duncan, it's your turn. You've got a big hunting dog attacking you, you've got two attacking Drusillia, and you've got one chomping at uh, Jody and uh, Cerulea. You can't see anybody else, but you did definitely hear the whistle that rung out before the wolves attacked.
1: I think Duncan probably uh, just puts his sword straight through Wolf Jr. Oh, mate, the big hunting so- dog. Yeah, who's a big hunting dog, yeah. but called Wolf, like the rest of them.
0: Yeah, Wolf Wolf Senior, Wolf Junior, mm-hmm. um, wolf, mm-hmm. third. wolf Third, and then, and then uh, John uh, Wolf West Senior, Jack oh. West's dad from yeah, the Matthew dude. Riley series. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs>
1: oh, shit. After the, my short rest and then the wolf bite, I'm on the best number of hit points.
0: Hey! Hey-o. hey You attack the wolf. Do it.
1: Yes. <laughs> Over 20 to hit. Yeah, that'll do it.
0: I love this sleep-deprived Duncan, played effortlessly by Thomas. Thomas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Right? Right?
1: <laughs> Roll, turn it into fucking five here, five there. That's ten damage. Okay, uh, you don't quite put your sword all the way through it, but you
0: take a big meaty chunk out of it. I'm going to say no, like no, an no, actual no, no, chunk. No no,
1: no, 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 no. That wasn't a chunk. That was the first thrust. But <laughs> I have another another uh, action, and I'm going to thrust further, deeper in. <laughs> Whilst the tip mm. of it is still inside.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Do the second for okay. us, Tom.
1: <laughs> 26 to hit.
0: <laughs> yes. Ben is just sitting here waiting, dude. Ben. I've been waiting. 26 to hit. Okay, I, I heard you. Go on.
1: <laughs> then I'm gonna turn it into a. <laughs> A menace maneuver. Oh yeah! One of those
2: <laughs> soulful screens.
1: Oh, oh hey. yeah, you are. Is that hey. what you said? He's
2: laughing too much, to I say Oh yeah, you are. Well, yeah, I did.
1: Well, look, I rolled in that moment an eight on my d8, a six on one of my d6s, a six on my other d6. So Whoa. then it's still twenty-five damage on the second.
0: This thrust does definitely decapitate this wolf in whatever mechanism Decapitate Why would
1: decapitate him?
0: I think, he wants to, I think he wants to, like, kabob it and then use it as, like, a, a bludgeoning weapon against the rest of the wolves. Sort is that of what you want to
1: do, Tom? I'm, like, on my back. A wolf has, like, jumped on top of me and I'm just thrusting straight up through oh the middle God. of it.
0: Okay. You've done that now and it's done. And it's over and we won't talk about it again. Because now <laughs> it's Drasilius' turn and there's two big hunting dogs but it's snapping dead? at your heels. It's d- <laughs> yeah, it's dead, you killed it. Got a dead dog in my Am I my sword.
2: still in my swag, am I? I grabbed I mean, like, my staff, so I... Drozzy's always in
0: her swag, with this like, fucking like, yeah. nightcap like, and everything. I, I never
2: came out, so would I have to be prone?
0: Yeah, you're definitely prone. But... Alright,
2: Drozzy leans, reclines back, and fireballs these wooby boys, and I think toasts probably half of her swag. swag oh no! I I and
0: half of herself, I expect. What? How are you? Get, these wolves are like on you. How are you gonna fireball them in a way that doesn't also toast you?
2: Like, I mean, my hands are in front of me. Like, how could I toast me? It's like the fireball's is an spell, area of right? effect spell, and you yeah. can choose it's where the center point foot, point is. It's a
0: thirty-foot so- radius. Twenty. <laughs> Twenty, I think. Twenty foot radius. Yeah, I you, mean, could put, you could like, the put like radius it up in the sky, though, right? Like, if you yeah, could you could put it, up, put it, up, it up, in the... up in the sky so that Roselia is lying on the ground and like a wave of fire just misses her. That's a finesse maneuver that I think is appropriate at this point. Okay, fine. These will yeah, to take their, their dexterity yeah. saving throws. One of them fails, one of them passes. Go ahead do you want and roll these, your twenty you fireball dice? Yes,
2: I do. Twenty four.
0: Okay, so the one that saved definitely was the one that already bit itself, and that one definitely, even though it did save, does get singed to a crisp. It manages to wiggle mostly out of the way of the fire, but the amount that does hit its butt definitely still toasts it to death. Oh, the wow. other one is just incinerated. So you've got a burnt
1: <laughs> dog corpse lying on top of you really? now. Congratulations! Fire bummed a dog to death. <laughs> that's
0: that's what they say. That is what they say. That's a thing. And yeah, I
2: incinerated fi- my whole tent. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and your whole swag. And I'm going to say the bottom, like, half of your nightshirt. Half? Are we saying half? I feel like we shouldn't say no. half. Maybe no, not half. half. I mean, like, <laughs> the, bo- the bottom half of the bottom half of it, I should say. Just so turning it into, like, point. a fashionable, okay, okay, okay. Okay, a fashionable dress. Holy Turning it from, like, a floor-length nightshirt into, like, a fashionable going-out dress.
2: <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. All right. Jessie's into that. Holy can rock it. shit. <laughs> so Jazzy's just, like, from the outside, was just in this tent. Some yeah, wolves came in. Basically, your tent then...
0: exploded.
2: <laughs> and <laughs> now she's just lying there, like, and you're going yeah. uh, like, to... I tell you what,
0: I really hope uh, no one else was looking for us and wasn't sure where to find us, because that big fireball might
2: have put yeah. right air? to us. Yeah,
0: yeah, <sighs> yeah a, a, a massive God. fucking flare, 20 feet in the air. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, is what oh. just happened. No, uh, now... The very next thing that happened is: uh, Are you standing up at this point, DK? Or are you still lying on the ground?
1: I would have stood up triumphantly okay. with the dog on my blade. Great, great, great! So you're look at this. The dog. <laughs> look at what holding, I did. That's the, the dog menace dog of it, blade. right? Like yeah, I'm true. like on the ground. I go, and then just like stand whilst roaring, like Yep.
0: Okay, so what has happened is two crossbow bolts have whipped out of the darkness, one of which has pierced Duncan, because I know 15 definitely hits your no armor AC. So DK, I am going to need you to take for me 11 piercing damage. And Jody, another crossbow bolt definitely came and did definitely do a hit on you. Now you may be thinking, I'm Jody, I can deal with a lot of crossbow bolt damage, but the thing about it is that it did actually crit you, so let's see how this goes, you might still be able to catch it, that is 14 piercing damage from this crossbow bolt, are you going to try your catch manoeuvre? Yeah dog. are you kidding me? Alright, go for it. Oh yeah dude, it's really hard for these things to hit me now, because it's my monk level plus dex mod. Um, (laughs) which is already above, uh, uh, 14, right? Um, so yeah, I catch it and I fucking throw it right back. Okay. You can't actually see where you're throwing it. So targets you can see at the moment include the wolf that is definitely right in front of you that did just try and bite Cerulea and the other dead wolves that have been attacking your friends. And when I say wolves, I mean big hunting dogs. Can I just throw it directly into this wolf then? Uh, yeah, go ahead. Make a, make a, make a ranged attack. Put that shaft into him. Hell yeah, good, great. So it's going to be a 15 plus 9, so... Uh, yeah, wow, high rolls good. today, boys and girls. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's one D ten. the high roll. 1d10? Fucking hell, okay. Um, <laughs> well, that's uh, only 6 damage, but you know. Okay, okay, this crossbow bolt definitely does whip into this wolf who is, you know, ever so slightly across the clearing from you, standing next to Cerilia. Uh And it definitely takes that 5 damage. And now, it is Jody's turn. Great. Okay, I'm gonna follow it up with a uh, uh, my quarterstaff. Gonna swing it Big and strike on down the wolf. Boy. Yeah. Great. Do it. Um. Okay. So that's 19 to hit. That does. Um, great. Good. Great. Uh. So six damage. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, uh, nine damage. Sorry. My my. Okay. Apologies. That is sufficient. You feel this wolf go, or rather, hunting dog, I should say, go limp as you crush it with your quarterstaff. Very good. Okay. I still have an extra attack. Um, uh-huh. I want. I want to try and perceive uh, where that crossbow bolt yep. came out in the distance. Take take a perception
1: check. Do you reckon Jody's disappointed? <clears throat> that the dog went limp during.
0: Jesus Christ! That's a that's a uh, twenty five <laughs> perception. I am fucking killing it on these rolls. And yeah! Wow, that's and I'm very fucking high. Well. Jody's <laughs> Jody's fucking right now. Let's go. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> J- Jody definitely sees a a glimpse of the tip of a crossbow. Uh, between some trees, maybe 30 feet away? 30 feet? Oh, very good. I, like, burst towards them with my um staff, and I yep. make the strike. Nice, do it. Uh, oof. How does a 13 sound to hit? Not good is how it sounds, and it does it not. sounds a little bit like and this. And now, Jody, you find yourself standing face-to-face with a person yeah. who looks very similar to the kind of attire that the other people, the mercenaries that you fought back in Traveler's Rest, looked. Like, they're wearing similar kind of hodgepodge sort of mercenary-looking garb. And as you approach them, it is definitely a uh, gnome man, and he says, Bloody hell, you're the ones that did him, Michael and the boys! And, uh, that is the end of that action. And now, all of the hunting dogs are dead. The boys? (laughs) Also, real quick, is Cerelia in the in the initiative? Oh, talent? she is too. I definitely did uh, definitely did skip her. She should be before Jody. She was going to attack the wolf, but it did die. So she definitely uh, stands up and goes, uh, Drazzy, where are you, Drazzy? and starts kind of stumbling through the camp looking for Drusilia and probably gets over to Drazilia because she does have dark vision because she's a half elf so she definitely she gets still, over to Drosilia
1: can she still recognise Drosilia in her now peculiarly short night nightshirt?
0: in her knee length nightshirt, shirt uh, I think she yeah she definitely can she's probably I mean, more when like when I
2: meet people I only look at like the bottom quarter of whatever they're wearing so <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how she's she like, could mm, possibly
0: no Drosilia was definitely yeah. her yeah, like calves were thing. covered last time <laughs> I saw her <laughs>
2: Oh, <laughs> uh, Yeah, Grace, you, you shouldn't actually
0: say things like that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's definitely Grace's fault, that one. Um, okay. <laughs> Dude, take us away from this. Uh, Cerulea walks over to Drasilia and says, Drasilia, what, what, what happened to your eyebrows? Uh, uh, we should get out of here. And points <laughs> over towards the horses. Oh, I love it.
2: Is that it. canon? Dracillia's got no eyebrows?
0: Yeah, Dracillia burned her eyebrows off with the <sighs> bottom quarter of her nightshirt. Cool. <laughs> Wait, who's initiative counters it? What's happening? Uh, yeah, Khan? now it's definitely Dunkan's. You can see uh, Cerulea's moving over
1: towards the horses. Duncan rushes over to this gnome.
0: Yeah. You can see Jodie attacking, we attacking we something detected, in the trees.
1: Have we detected any others with him? You have not. I think he rushes over, grabs him by the throat, and just like you're going to fucking go back where you came from and tell him to stop coming.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah. Make an intimidation check for me.
1: Um, It's 14 now.
0: The intimidation check?
1: Yeah. He
0: definitely hears that 14 and with a slight quaver in his voice says, Not, not after what you did to Michael and the boys. <laughs> and... Uh... Stands there semi-defiantly.
1: Then I accidentally surge and cut him in half.
0: Okay, give it a give it a try, dude. Yeah, you, I mean you could try and bludgeon him to death, but you've got a wolf yeah. on your sword. No, your the sword wolf... is currently
1: blunted. The wolf swings off the end of my sword as I heft it high. Uh, which is probably why I rolled a two on the first How attack. Are you? Really like. Really Really messed up my balance, but then yeah, you attack, I'm just you know, like Dukan's sword
0: is like perfectly weighted, <laughs> like he's an ancient Dunkhan's sword Dunkhan's master. <laughs> you are missing this because you're not in the room, Ben. But like T has just lost the plot and is like throwing dice around, like it's it's absurd.
1: So then the second attack now in normal form, no more wolf on the
2: blade. Mm-hmm. <gasps> oh, critical booty. <laughs>
0: He unsheets his sword out of the wolf's belly. He fucking throws the wolf up in the air <laughs> at his first attack, and then calms oh my the god, tail. dude. Does the wolf also hit him? Does the wolf fly back down and hit the gnome as well? Clearly. Dude, you gotta do this, like, fucking Goku with, like, the bag full of sensu beans. Like, throw it up in the air, beat the shit out of everyone, and then catch it before it hits the ground. You gotta cut this gnome in half, and then re the wolf on its fall back down.
1: So, as the wolf (laughs) flies in slow motion up into the air above me... It's a dog. Trickling... Mm -hmm. Fuck.
0: As, As Wolf Senior...
1: As Wolf Senior trickles blood down onto me and my foe. No,
0: this was Wolf Junior. I'm sorry, I've ruined the cannon.
2: <laughs>
1: uh, I used the, the rain of blood to uh, inspire another menace maneuver uh, to finish this gnome off. This
0: gnome's taken no damage.
1: Uh,
0: yeah. He's about to.
1: <laughs> 14 on the first roll of the dice. Then we've got 18 on the next roll of the dice. So all up, mm-hmm. that would be...
0: 32.
1: 32. Then we put in my 5, and we're looking at 37 damage on that crit.
0: Okay, 37 damage is
1: big damage.
0: You definitely sink your fucking greatsword into this dude's hip, and you feel it hit hip bone. And he grimaces and uh, howls out in pain. And then it's Drasilia's turn. You've got Cerelia, she's just come over to you, made fun of your lack of eyebrows, and started moving over towards the horses.
2: Yeah, okay, sure. Is he looking bloodied?
0: Oh yeah, 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 he is.
2: All right, he's not I'm looking
0: just... like he's about to fall over, but he is looking bloodied. Like, it, he's got a sword buried into his hip.
2: I'm going to cast Magic Missile and burn a spell slot to make it a second level spell. Ooh,
0: nice. And nice, okay. Four, four fat darts. Here they, they come. Yeah. Four fat darts.
2: That's 13 damage.
0: Uh huh. He definitely takes that damage as these four fucking fat darts of magical energy uh, burst out of Drazilia's hands and do hit him, two on each side. Uh, and he grimaces again. He feels like he's on death's door. He feels like he might be got here. Uh, and now it is his turn.
2: I'm Unless is
0: doing anything else.
2: Move with Cerulea over to the horses.
0: Okay, great. You guys kind of make it to the horses and you can start kind of like preparing them and saddling them up. And now it is the little gnome's turn and he says, Bloody hell, I know when I'm beat. For me, mates, I'm going to have to go all out just this once. And he throws his crossbow down on the ground. No, he takes off his weighted shoes. Yeah, He takes off his weighted shoes and he definitely pulls out his long sword that is the full length of his body slung over his back. He, oh, Duncan would approve I and Oh, don't end. kill him. <laughs> he takes two reckless swings at Duncan with this long sword. First one is a 20 and the next one is a 14. So both of those are going to hit against yep. the no armor wearing Duncan. And that means Duncan that you are going to take 15 slashing damage as this triumphant last stand gnome does his best, going all out one last time.
1: He's going to regret that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, great. Uh, the other... Okay, yeah, so now what you would hear, everyone's passive perception, Jody's is quite high. Uh, in fact, from where Drasilia and Cyrilia are standing, I'm going to say... Drusillia and Cyrillia definitely hear, and Jody also hears because of his good passive perception, Duncan does not, hoofbeats and the rustling of leaves as a horse, not one of your horses, streams away from your camp back towards Traveler's Rest. Sort of almost like past Drusillia and Cyrillia over by your horses, like heading back in the direction of town. It is Cyrillia's turn, who finishes packing up one of the horses, hops on it, and then like pats the back of it, indicating for Drusillia to get up.
2: Aw,
0: And Sisters. then uh, Cerulea also picks up the reins of the other horse and like is ready to like lead it over to where uh, Duncan and Jodie are. Now it's Jodie's turn. You've got this triumphant gnome, who I'm going to say is named Gerald, standing in front of you. Uh, he's looking bloodied, he's looking beaten, but unbroken. <laughs> and uh, what do you do? Um, I think Jodie just tries and punches this dude in the throat. Like, he's going to like do yep. a single punch in the throat and then run to the horse, basically. Um, okay. So that's going to be a 21 to hit. Yeah, yeah, look, 21, yes. Okay, all right? Yep, great. So it's only going to be eight damage. Um, Hey, dude, eight is the exact number of hit points that he has. So he definitely is like... How did you like that, you little piece of? And then he gets punched in the throat and crumples to the ground, unconscious. Go, 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 great. Okay, Jody is like dashing over to like where um Cerulea is holding up the reins of the horse. It is the strangest
1: yeah, blow to knock someone out. Well, which yeah, you for, like for a normal or, person, yeah. right?
0: But, but like Jody is like a surgeon in his fist. You know what <laughs> I mean?
1: Maybe, maybe it's more like this. Maybe
0: it's more like this. He's like, How'd you like that? Those two chunky slices I done, took out of you without your armor on. You're not so big and tough now, are you? <clears throat> and then he falls to the ground clutching his throat and he's not actually unconscious yet he just can't breathe and he's going unconscious (laughs) I love that I love that so much Um, yeah Yeah. Jodie's getting over to that horse Okay, Cyrillia and Drasillia are riding over on their horse, carrying the reins of the other horse. Do you want to try and make some kind of check to like smoothly hop into this horse mid-stride? Oh, hop course. into
1: the horse? Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. I'm, I'm it opens because, its I'm mouth and you jump yeah. right down its throat. The horse fucking opens wide. Oh, yeah, right you didn't need to jump shoot. down his
1: throat like that. No,
0: it's a Trojan horse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <geez.
2: laughs>
1: a lot of offers there. A lot of of what a goop shoot. Holy
2: shit. we said it, the spider? Yeah, it? Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I rolled a 19 plus my 9 acrobatics if you'll take yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Jody can <laughs> definitely like flip onto this horse as it's landing, as it's riding past. And I mm-hmm. think as you do, Cerelia's definitely like, "Oh, nice." <laughs> and um i um, I want you to picture I want you to picture Jody like now riding the horse towards Duncan like arm outstretched.
1: As Duncan Khan- Reaches backwards, ready to be yanked up onto the horse. He kneels down, staring into the gnome's face, and just says, Do not fuck with us. Again. One last intimidation check? Yeah, one last intimidation check. (laughs) (laughs) Alright. It is a two, so I think probably what happens... I'll tell you what happens, dude.
0: I'll tell you what happens, dude. With his last ounce of strength before he falls unconscious, he spits in your face. (laughs) And then Jody is riding past and his hand grips yours. And I want you to take an athletics check with advantage to try and get up onto the horse. One of them's a nat 20, so
2: that'll
0: probably do it. Yeah. Yeah, Duncan pumps his powerful little legs out of his crouch position and with Jody's strong arm he leaps the entire height of the horse and lands on its back behind Jody. And yeah, I feel, he- like,
1: I feel like I got all the verticality. Like, the verticality <laughs> was all Duncan. He yeah. just goes straight but, up.
0: But the finesse was and Jody's. His. like, yeah. what? Jody like, <laughs> sort like, craned him in, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I literally I nice. li- I just did a pure vertical leap and you just pulled me to yeah. where I needed to be. Let's
2: Plus two to friendship. Like. Yeah, exactly, and also <laughs> like yeah. sweet
0: manoeuvres as well.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So
0: Cerulea definitely whispers back to Drasilia, You didn't tell me your friends could do such sweet manoeuvres.
2: <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I'm I a love bit of, the- like the idea that. Cerelia has like a schoolgirl crush on Jody. Oh no. Uh, I'm, also, I'm gonna
0: let you decide that about your sister's character, Gracie. <laughs> it sounds like she kinda did. Yeah. Um Yeah, she just did.
1: I just love yes, the idea and, yeah. Yes, I love and idea Benjamin. That yes, like Droszy
0: sees Cyrillia and is like, what are you do- doing here? Also, my friends can do sweet maneuvers. <laughs> <menures, laughs> just so you know. <laughs> just so you know who I roll around with. <laughs> they yeah, can do sweet manoeuvres. Just cinetrics. so you know who my road dogs are. <laughs> Like day one's alright. Ride or die. <laughs> These are my shooters. <laughs> uh, Dunky Dunk and the Funky Bunch. Yeah, so I Aww. guess... Oh, that's, that's very nice. Um, I guess we're rolling out of here with like most of our camp stuff, but like the, the things that Drosy burnt. Now,
1: what about Duncan's armor and stuff? It's still on my character sheet. I didn't erase it at any point, so I must have it.
0: Yeah, it's true.
2: I don't think Drosy has her gear. I burnt my tent. So okay, yeah. what is in your gear? Like
0: is in like you think
2: My you- traps. Oh no. Yeah. Okay.
0: Do you have your staff? You think Josie left you you have her traps your staff. behind? Well, as in like they were burnt up, I You it. know what's gonna be fun? What's gonna be fun? If you guys are riding out, I think at a time in the future If there's an item you want to use that we feel like you probably left behind in the Mad Scramble to get out of camp, you just don't have it. But we'll decide that later. (laughs) I think that's fun. We'll let the future future stakes indicate what things have been lost.
2: Just doesn't have any clothes. (laughs) Oh, so it's got a cool fashionable going out dress. You literally have
0: the the night dress. Yeah,
2: yeah. Just going to go shopping. Okay. Well, I mean, hey.
0: (laughs) If that's not a call to adventure, I don't know what the fuck is. If if that hasn't been one of our best episodes ever, I don't know what. (laughs) Hell yeah. Heyo, it's me, your boy, and also your dad, Big B. Thanks for tuning in to Chapter 38. We sure hope you're enjoying it. We really appreciate all the support you guys have shown us throughout the entire podcast so far. We've had a bit of a bump in numbers, actually, after our recent live shows at Fringe World Perth, which has been incredible, and we'd love to keep that momentum going and growing. So we'd really appreciate it if you thought about giving us a rating or a review on iTunes or wherever you listen or sharing the show with a friend or loved one who you think might enjoy it or even someone you think might not enjoy it because what do they know uh just a few quick shout outs to some people who have been showing us some love uh thanks to instant dungeon crawl that's at instant dungeon on twitter and thanks to cheryl gladman that's at sherry ann on twitter if you want us to show you some of that love go ahead and talk to or about us on facebook twitter instagram really wherever you would think about going to do something like that anyway that's all for me today thanks as always for listening you're all the best enjoy the rest of the show Okay, okay, so we'll worry about your equipment and shit later, but in the meantime, where are you guys going?
2: Um, I think we head north. Did we decide that my hometown was in the Oldwood?
0: We decided it was in the Oldwood.
2: Yeah. Alright, I think we head there.
0: We're heading, we're heading that direction. Okay, so exactly. are, are you guys quietly giving up on the idea of going to Analore for a check-in with Alvar and Garrick and whatnot? Well, I think Druzzy was like, we need to take Cerulea home. Yeah. And I think we were all yeah, kinda, sure. like, well, that's probably g- sort of more pressing. Although I guess in the in the grand scheme of world's ending and, and so on, but that's totally fine. It's up to you guys, um, which way you want to go.
2: We'd have a chat about it on the horses.
0: Yeah. Okay. So so yeah. Why don't we Why don't we do that chat now? Uh, Cer- Cerilia definitely chimes up and says. So I don't mean to be a, a a pain in the ass, but what's the what's the plan here? Um, I guess they're looking for you guys and and maybe me. Sorry about that. Are we? Are we going home, Trizilia? Are you Are you coming back?
2: I'm taking you home. There is. A lot that we have to do, but it is too dangerous for you to come along.
0: I don't know how I can make this more clear to you, Drusilia. It's not safe at home. That's why I came to get you. You know, you have responsibilities back there, Drusilia. You were, you were the one who was supposed to take care of the clock tower.
2: It's not safe anywhere right now, Cirilia.
0: Man, I think Duncan and Jody are just like eyebrows raised, <laughs> like looking over at each other. Like, whoa... <laughs>
2: Drasilia is sweating. (laughs) She does not like this.
0: I've seen what you can do, Drasilia, with the frost thing and then the fire thing and the magical darts. You are amazingly (laughs) powerful. So much more powerful than you were when you left. We need you now. The tower is broken.
2: (sighs) We'll talk about this when we get there.
0: So, do we think, like, like is she stressing, like, like how afraid of home is she? Like, is she kind of, like, home's, like, the Shire under attack sort of thing? Or is it like... Her plan was to come get Roselia and bring her back so she can fix what's gone wrong. So, like, she's planning to go home. She's trying to, like, Drosilia's being like, I'm taking you home and then I'm leaving. And she's trying to be like, no, you're not. You're taking me home and then you're doing your fucking job. I think Jodie, <laughs> with his charisma of eight, <laughs> chimes in and is like... I, uh, I don't, um, I want, uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't want to, um, uh, intrude in this, um, very personal discussion. I, um, is it, where is the safest place? Potentially, is there something somewhere else we can take so to be looked after or or safe, other than if you're, if it is that your town is under attack? Um, she interrupts and says, don't, don't talk about me like I'm not here. I, I want to go home. I want to make home safe. I've never lived anywhere else. There's nowhere else I want to live. I want Drasilia to come live up to her responsibilities. <laughs> uh, 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 and like Jody's just like kind of like blushing now and just kind of like N- nudges not, uh, nudges the other horse a little bit away from Brasilia. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, 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 no charisma check required
1: there, Jody. Yeah. <laughs> you know what we need? We need more information. Let's get there. See what's fucking with whatever this clock is. And see if we just can't put the whole issue to bed. And is no, that th- just Duncan to Jody? That's Duncan loudly to everyone.
0: Yeah, I think Jody's like, shh.
1: Literally everyone need- who will listen. If we right. pass people, we're
0: going to be like... We're going to the clock tower! <laughs> the like, we're going to the clock thing! <laughs> he on to the clock tower. <laughs> if we are doing this, do we need to make contact with with Garrick and at least let them know or
2: if it's important to go and see Garrick I can take Cerulea by myself you can go
1: you know what let's do that let's
0: just really fuck shit up (laughs) I think we are stronger together than we are separated I don't think we should um, move apart
1: I agree so let's go fix this fucking clock (laughs)
0: Cerilia hears here's what Jody and Duncan have said, turns to Drasilia, raises an eyebrow and crosses her arms across her chest. What? Oh, these fucking teens. <laughs> this teen X.
2: Am I on the same horse as Cirilia? Yeah, yes,
0: yes, you are. So she's turned around in her saddle <laughs> to look at she, you sassles. She's literally like, it's been like, yeah. it's been, like a 30 second manoeuvre. You like, know what?
2: Her- she burns another spell slot and she turns herself invisible. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I love
0: this so much. Oh
2: and now she's all out of invisibility. <laughs>
0: I would like to do a level up. Congratulations, guys. You leveled
1: up. You You're
0: level 11. Wild let's just handle the character management stuff really quickly and then get back into the narrative of you guys riding north towards Drazzi's hometown I'm gonna say canonically if you, if anybody goes and looks at the map on curionetwork.com/ news uh, and sees the the map of Carthus ye, like pretty much like where the word the second O in the word wood is in the old wood is like roughly where Drazilia's hometown is Let's quickly handle your level up let's do some hit dice rolls hey. how about we... How about we Start with DK. Uh, I rolled DK. Oh, oh no. it went into my
1: pants. I rolled dice ah, straight oh. into my pants. Oh, someone's going to have to fish it out. <laughs> <laughs> it was me, Ben. I had to fish it out. Um, uh, I'm going to go with your roll.
0: I got a five.
1: I will happily take that over my one.
0: <laughs> nice. you done it. Uh, Jodana, is it an eight, D8 eight for you? Uh, sure, it's a D8 for this boy. I rolled a five. I'm going to take mine. All right, dude. Trezana, it's a d6, right? Uh,
2: yes. And take yours.
0: I got a three. I got <laughs> a one. Hey, hey. Nice. Okay, so remember to add your con mod to that and Brazilia to also add one. And then to move Why? on with our lives. <laughs> because of your fucking goddamn it, Grace, every time. Every level up. Because of your draconic just... heritage. <laughs>
2: I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, so is Cerulea also dragon? dragon if they're
1: whole-blooded sisters but also it might be dominant recessive genes so who knows
0: but like does she have like small scales is what I'm saying
1: I have a definitive answer for you no she does not huge oh no this is going to be a really hard level up for me
0: do you get nothing is that what you're doing
1: you get extra attack again
0: oh huge that's monstrous (laughs) I mean, that's great. That means fucking Duncan gets to attack three times now. I like that. I think that canonically makes sense given the last encounter slash the last day that Duncan's had where it's just been like non-stop, taking more damage than he's taken in a long time, fighting through the pain, keeping on action surging and attacking shit all the time. He's it learned actually, how to attack more times in
1: less time. It actually does make perfect sense.
2: Yeah, I mean, well, sure, Duncan's going to be more powerful, but you know what's happening to your girl, Dazilia? this level up.
1: She's going through changes.
2: <laughs> She's eighteen. <laughs> um
1: some people bloom late.
2: Drasilia does get a 6th level spell and she is taking disintegrate. Oh dude, oh I love
0: this spell so much. Yeah. What is, oh can, you, can, you my can you give God. us a quick a quick I uh, would yeah. love to a quick count of it?
2: Yeah. I'm slightly overwhelmed by it. A thin green ray green brings from your pointing finger to a target you can see within range, the target can be a creature, blah blah blah. A creature targeted by this spell must make a dexterity saving throw. On a failed save, the target takes 10d6 plus 40. Plus so, 40.
0: It's so good. Yep. It's 40. so absurdly powerful. Like, oh. Yeah. And also, if, it's if, it's they, if they hit zero hit points, don't they just get disintegrated? Yeah. Yeah.
2: The person can only survive that if they um, are true re- resurrected or with a wish spell.
0: So, like, using the spell True Resurrection, which is a ninth level necromancy spell, or using Wish. That's the only way to bring back someone who's been disintegrated. Correct. <laughs> that makes sense, really, when you think about it. Yeah. Um, do you want to hear what happens to Jody? I do, I'd love to. Okay, number one, he becomes... He, he, I think this is a, a level where he grows stronger in both spirit uh, and muscularity as well. Um, so, his unarmed strikes now go up from a d6 to a d8. So every time Jody uses his fists, he's Oof. doing a D8, even in, lo- in those extra uh, martial strike bonus attacks, which is pretty I drastic. think, yeah, that, that makes canon as well, considering the number of like knockout punches he's done in the last day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he's knocked two people out well, just with I fist love, blows. I love, so I love the idea that that last throat punch was precise and <laughs> surgical enough yeah. that it really pushed him into the upper <laughs> echelon uh, of, of fist uh, punching. Of fist punching. I guess the other major thing is that he gets a feat called uh, Tranquility. Beginning at 11th level, you can enter a special meditation that surrounds you with an aura of, of peace. At the end of a long rest, you gain the effect of a Sanctuary spell that lasts until the start of your next long rest. The saving throw DC for the spell equals 8 plus your Wizard modifier plus your Proficiency bonus. Uh, now, Sanctuary... So until the spell ends, uh, any creature who targets uh, a creature you choose. So what in, in, the fuck? Basically, anyone that targets Jody before he's taken an attack action must make a Wisdom saving throw. On a failed save, they must choose a new target or lose the attack. So if Jody's being a real peaceful boy, it's gonna be real fucking hard to hit him. And I fucking love it so much that so he's just like this like wizened like master essentially that people try and hit him, and he's just like sort of like dodging out of the way. It's very good. Nice. Yeah. That's pretty monstrous, actually. It's cool. It, de- it definitely encourages me to not attack people, let me tell you. Okay, great. So you guys are leveled up. So I'm going to say you guys ride uh, through the night, and then by the time the sun is coming up, you guys are finding yourself still in the carwood. Yeah, just north of your position the previous night, in the carwood, further into the wood, uh, further away from uh, the town of Traveller's Rest. Do you think your plan is to take a rest here and breathe, take a breather? Do you think your plan is to head... Continue just straight up into the car word, uh, into the old wood. What's what's the go here? Probably pretty itchy for a rest at this point. Yeah, yeah pretty low on Yeah. So you thinking of like sleep during the day, ride by night kind of thing? Yeah, I think oh, that's how Yeah. Great, so you're going to try again on the whole like resting and like recuperating thing that you definitely did try last night to no avail? Depends, you going to be camp. a about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I think we are. Yeah. <laughs> okay, great. So, all right, I'll say this time, you can you can take watch in shifts, and that is, in fact, sufficient. You guys get your long rest through the day. Although, I did definitely establish you lost your swags. You are, like, bedless. You're just having to, like, sleep rough. So, you're probably not getting the best night's sleep you've ever had. Dude, uh, sleeps rough anyway. Yeah, he's troubled by dark dreams. Uh, so, you guys definitely... Manage to do your like rest and sleep through the day, and you wake as kind of the sun is setting and evening is uh, approaching, and you guys are all rested and ready to move on. What's the plan?
2: We've also got the little plates where the with the holes for the pieces,
0: the disco bits. Disco bids. Yeah. The stuff you picked up from the Temple of Sea, the two pieces, in addition to Smortfane, the arcane message interceptor that you definitely did name Smortfane that I love. <laughs> you did have those two plates, yes. One was made of polished copper, and one was made of dark stone, and you definitely never fucked around with them. So, you're here now, and eating is you Don't coming. fuck with disco. Uh, yeah, that's true. Don't you yeah, fucking okay. dare, but if you, if you try, yeah, Okay, alright, a- okay, okay. <laughs> Jesus, alright, I'm sorry, guys, I'm sorry. <laughs> I won't fuck with disco. <laughs> um, I think... I think Jody probably like contemplates it but then like suggests that Duncan, as a military operator delivers um, delivers the message back to,
1: to Alba. Cool. Well I think Duncan probably tries to code it up with something like this is What oh Boy my to <laughs> <laughs> No, not that. This is not the story of a girl. It's the story of a girl, but also of two other people, and how they won loot and influence dragons. Well, yeah.
0: the end. This is a story of one girl and two boys, <laughs> and how to win loot and influence dragons. That was,
1: like, not a terrible impression of Grace. Yeah.
2: yeah. Thank no, you. you, you she I've been working on it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, why have you been working on that?
0: Uh, don't worry about it. Uh, he's going to steal your identity, Grace. No! <laughs> Just get a message from
1: Dan, like, I don't know what yeah. happened, but we're broken. This
0: out. is the story of a girl calling her bank, requesting all the funds. What's <laughs> <laughs> the message, she Deliver the message.
1: It is. This is Squat Boy to Briarbridge. Briarbridge, do you read me? It's Squatboy.
0: Briarbridge. Nettleford, I get it. Uh, Alvar chimes in and says, Um, uh, yes, uh, Squatboy, uh, this is Briarbridge <laughs> coming at you. What's going on? What's your um ETA to the nest?
1: Deviating. We are deviants. <laughs>
0: uh, oh, um... <laughs> De- deviating. Okay, um... Is everything
1: all good on your end? Everything is running like clockwork.
0: Does he
1: have any I want there to be clues. Okay. Right. Time's up and Brent says, Crumb.
0: um, did that make any sense to anyone else on the line? And Gary chimes in and says... Yeah, I have no fucking idea what he means, but uh, I assume that means something's come up, but it's going to be okay. At this point, Garrick chimes in and says, Okay, um, look, I was hoping to meet face to face for this. I'm on my way back to the nest now, but um, on my way back, uh, in a manner that I'll explain later, I came upon some very interesting information. And you can hear in the message that his voice is thick with emotion and and he says um well let's just say i have good reason to believe our mutual friend is still kicking
2: happy for you gary <laughs> <laughs>
0: I think Jody wonders if Garrick actually is a, a friend of his old uh, martial arts teacher, who was fond of uh, f- fond of kickboxing. Yeah, um, and there it's it like
2: <laughs> 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 intelligence. Well,
0: Our mutual friend is still kicking, and, J- and Jody's like, "Oh, what's up? Nice,
2: Master Derek." Yes, you're saying
0: you're saying Jody is wondering whether Garrick is saying that somebody else from Espera, the place that got massacred, where Jody definitely learned all his martial arts, is still alive. Now that guy was out of there by this point. He had to go on a kicking tour around the world.
1: You know how okay. normally in films people retire just one day too late. This guy actually retired yeah, right. one day, one day early. just early yeah. enough.
0: Exactly. All right, so you've now had that little interaction where you've said that you're deviating but that everything's okay. What do you think's happening next? Are you guys just continuing on your journey? Because I think, like, we'll say at this point, if you're, like, resting during the day, traveling by night, you guys can kind of, over the course of a few days, make your way into the old wood, the wood where Hastings, Drasilia, and Cerilia's hometown is located. Uh, unless you have any other plans, you'll just sort of continue traveling by day and sleeping by n- uh, Sorry, I mean, uh, traveling by night and sleeping plate. by day. Yeah,
1: like, if we are going to be traveling yeah. for a bit, let's do some disco. Yeah, let's do it.
0: Yeah. Alright, so you guys have a period of like relative rest, uh, while you're traveling along and just like not encountering anything. And you're gonna fuck around with these plates? Okay. What are you what are you doing with these plates? You've got these two discs.
2: Um should we try and put some pieces in them?
0: Mm. Because
2: it's got like the oh, piece shaped holes. Idea. Yeah,
0: yeah. So which one are you starting with? The copper, do we think? Alright, so you start with the copper disc. Why not? And w- which piece are you using? The one from the Temple of Sea or one of the ones out of your weapons?
2: The one from the Temple of Sea.
0: Okay. So you pull out this copper disc and you slide the piece from the Temple of Sea into it. And as you do, you feel this disc come alive and start thrumming with like a pulsating and magical energy. Interesting. And the world becomes a
1: fantasy and it's more! Holy (laughs) shit! (laughs) Damn! (laughs) Yes, (laughs) dude!
2: Just come Um, alive! Are there more like divots in this plate? Oh no, I pieces. wasn't done
0: describing what happened. T just oh, nice. derailed me with the greatest show. <laughs>
2: um,
0: so the disc uh, comes alive, thrumming with a pulsating magical energy. And you guys, assuming you're all in contact with your weapons that are piece laden, embedded with a piece of their own, you feel those weapons respond to it. And you feel as if the pieces inside those weapons are empowered or amplified you feel like your weapons are a little bit more magical whilst the piece is inside this copper disc. And what that amounts to is that all of your plus one weapons are now plus two weapons whilst the piece is inside this copper disc, which I have dubbed the Arcane Amplifier. I love nice. that. Yeah. Um. Should we try the same thing with the Darkstone? Yes.
1: Yeah. Disc?
2: yeah.
0: Okay, so you take the piece out of the arcane amplifier and you hear like a, there's like a sub drop and like a power down. It's like, (laughs) pew! And your weapons go back to their just kind of regular level of plus one magicality. And when you slot it in to the other dark stone disc, who's holding it? Jody's happy to be holding it. Jody's holding it and it starts gently vibrating in Jody's hand. Actually, so he's holding it in one hand. Is his staff across his back or is it in his other hand? Uh, in his other hand. It starts pretty violently vibrating in Jody's hand that's not holding the staff. He moves his hand holding the staff further away. It starts vibrating less. Interesting. Um, he like drops his staff and like walks uh, like further away and then starts moving towards it. Uh, as he walks away from the staff carrying the piece, it vibrates less and less and less. And as he walks back over to it, Ooh. it vibrates more and more and more. Cool, 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 cool. So, like, sort of like a, um... Like a tracking... Like a homing device for, like, pieces or something like that? This is what I have dubbed the Cine Triangulator. And Mm. it is indeed that. This Darkstone disc is like a... Yeah, like a hot and cold fucking Cine piece triangulation device. Nice. Whilst it's powered up with a piece. So you have to power down the Arcane amplifier to run it, but then you can use it to, like, triangulate onto pieces. Spicy. Should we, um boot up that Arcane Amplifier again. alright, guys? Okay. Yeah. yeah. would have been plus nice one. if you guys had plus two these yeah. last, like, five episodes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would have been cool, eh? Hey? <laughs> um,
1: does it make the THX sound when it powers up?
0: Oh, I hope so. Yeah, it absolutely does. Thank and that's goodness. canon I love that every time yes you power it up now. I love
2: that yes and. Put it in post. Yeah,
0: yeah I'll, I'll, I'll dump it in right now. There it is. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Whilst you guys are fucking around with these discs, Cerelia comes back from I guess where she was off peeing and is like, "Hey, uh, what the fuck are those things?"
1: Uh... Uh... Disco discs. Everything <laughs> 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 so, to say
0: to someone in a medieval fantasy <laughs> setting. <laughs> <laughs> she says, "Oh yeah, uh, let me have a look at them."
2: Um, they're magical artifacts. We're protecting them from baddies. Don't worry about it. <laughs>
0: Oh, oh, funny, I kind of thought you weren't that interested in protecting magical artifacts. <sighs> oh my god,
2: I wow. love We're this Are we going to do this now,
0: <laughs> After Cerulea says her piece, where she just kind of gives you like a cruel, sassy jibe, she's still standing there with her hands on her hips looking at you, and she says, Well, if you're done playing with your little toys, then get packed up. We've got work to do. And she turns around and goes back over to her backpack and starts packing up. And I don't know how Duncan and Jody react to that. But Drasilia finds herself transported into a vision. This is a brief vision, Drazilia, of six figures sitting at a meeting table. And the meeting table is reminiscent of the meeting table in Annalore where you've met with Alva Nettleford and other people to discuss things about the Cine the time that you were there. It's reminiscent, but it's much grander. It almost looks to you as though the meeting table in Annalor is a poor, crude imitation. And these six figures are sitting around the table in various states of obvious distress. From Drasilia's vantage point, standing in the corner of the room, she can't make out Many of their faces. Sitting not at the head of the table, but next to the head of the table, is one figure that she definitely does recognise. It's the willowy elven lady from her very first vision.
2: Amulet around her neck?
0: With the amulet around her neck. Fuck yeah. So you see these figures, and the one that you recognise is the willowy elf woman from your very first vision of her trekking through what appeared to be the old wood... slightly different, and she stands up from the table, regards everyone sitting there with their heads in their hands or just staring off dejectedly and says, Well, what are you all sitting around for? We've got work to do. How to Win Loot and Influence Dragons is a production of the Curio Network and hosted by Thomas Owen, Grace Chappell, Ben McAllister, and Jackson Newsett. Editing by Ben McAllister. You can find details of all the music in the show notes. We've got other content on Curio, such as Odds and Ends, where Grace talks with people about the mementos they've kept and the stories behind them, or still interested, where we look at film and TV that has been rebooted or remade and try to figure out why they thought it was a good idea. Check it all out at Curionetwork.com.